Well, the day is almost over, but we got to talk about a very big situation that has happened today in the gaming universe. I'm done making the Vanessa from the Bronx voice, you know. Today marks the 15th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts for the PS2. Big deal. Big deal. Big, 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 tremendous, massive deal. We're talking about the game that came out in 2002. We are now in 2017, 15 years later. One of the most important RPGs of all time was released. We're talking about a game that was one of the first ever to like ever cross over with one of the most like like not even what probably the biggest like brand in terms of animation creation. I mean, you can go through the top three. You could probably go through the top three or four. It'd probably be Disney, Google, Microsoft, um, possibly. Probably you could say Apple up there too with innovation. But Disney was massive, man. Talking about childhoods, people's childhoods, and adulthoods. You know, Disney transcends. And at the time, SquareSoft, now they're known as Square Enix, they were able to blend their Final Fantasy signature style of somewhat melancholy and like melodramatic but you know also positive in a way and the in-depth rpg and combat system and the vast cast of characters they have and combined it with like the levity and and uh childlike wonder that is disney they combined two things that you wouldn't think would work together and made them work seamlessly like it was like they were destined to be this way and it was crazy it was crazy. I remember going through the Peter Pan stage, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is this is reality." Because like every other like Disney game that was made was like, like you had Lion King on like I think was it PS One or was it Nintendo? It was like Super Nintendo. I forgot what Lion King came out on, but like you had that. But that was pretty. That's pretty limited. You know, you were just walking through spaces and all that, and doing what you did and this you interacted with the world you talked to the characters you played with the characters you really got like the feel of them and then you got the combat aspect of it that was just so legendary for final fantasy at the time and square like square was really killing the rpg game at that point i mean 2002 i think 2001 was when the ps2 came out right i believe yeah 2001 was probably when the ps2 came out or 2002 one of the two years they came out either the year before or that year but like that was that that was a game changer for that console like it, it goes that it goes with kingdom hearts final fantasy 10 um what else was on it that was massive uh well particularly for rpgs kingdom hearts final fantasy 10 um what was this uh dot the dot hack series um monster hunter like all these rpgs things these role-playing games you know I, I often say that the PS2 is probably the best system of all time in terms of like innovation and really pushing what we what we can do with games. And you know now you know clearly everything else is super up, super superior now. Tons of graphics, processing, things we never thought could be possible. Decision making in video games, all that and more. But like it's pioneered by that. And yeah, you can go down and be like, well, Nintendo 64 was really the best console ever made. But like, this was like, it, it, it's like groundbreaking. Like, this is the foundation of what all games are made on now. But anyway, I digress. Final Fantasy Kingdom Hearts. I was nine, ten years old, and, and that was, you know, 
that was an awesome time. There were so many games coming out. You had like Naruto and things like that, and co-op was really taking off. And that was like a game that set out because of the music, the combat, the characters. And it, as a kid playing, and I, I mentioned it earlier, but as a kid playing like with those Disney characters and being around them was like really captivating. It hit that child within. And Kingdom Hearts, as I said, like it, it captures the hero's journey, right? Boy gets the call that he must go on his own path and he must fight against the dark the dark sub forces and save the princesses and this that and the third and try to save his best friend and it just it was just like there was no fat. It was a perfect game. It was it had everything you needed to make like a cult classic. And it shows that, you know, you can look at the brand fifteen years later, it's still going strong and people are still waiting and waiting and waiting for a conclusion just for the first bit of the series. And then you had like Kingdom Hearts 2 that came out a couple years later and that built on the franchise like like nobody's business. The whole Brave system and the alternating modes you can go through and the dual keyblade and the soundtrack yet again impeccable. That's one thing that, you know, carries true throughout like Square Enix's endeavors and RPGs but also like in the Heart series. Soundtrack is always amazing. Um, the character design is always amazing. I think the most annoying thing I had to deal with, though, between... It's like Kingdom Hearts 1 had the Sephiroth boss battle, and Sephiroth was so annoying. That was probably the hardest thing I ever had to deal with in a, in a video game, trying to beat Sephiroth the first time. And he was absolutely a piece of shit. Yes, got a curse for that one. He just came in. He No matter what you did, you had to be like level 60 and above. You had to have an ultimate keyblade. You had to have the ultimate keyblade, or at least... One of the top tier keyblades to even like really do anything to him. Your whole healing magic had to be down. Your potions had to be down. You had to be ready for war because that man could one hit you at any time. And the farther he got down in his HP, he, the more ignorant in his abilities he would get and just stupidity would ensue. And he had a master's mechanics and he was very difficult. You know, if you didn't take your time to learn him, you'd probably never beat him. I only beat him once. And that was by a fluke fluke incident like i i was going to die but i don't know i forgot exactly what happened but i was able to time it properly where i didn't like it was it, i was going to lose that fight but the gods saw fit to bless me that day kim still they had to run back with sephiroth and um you know that was pretty that was easy that wasn't as hard as one and that's the kind of thing i don't like about games i feel as you go throughout the series like they start to get watered down, and I guess they were like, "Wow, Sephiroth is really hard in one." So in two, we got to make it a little more easier, a little, little bit more accessible to the wider audience, to the to the children, children who are playing this game. Because I know, like, no damn nine-year-old who hasn't like encountered like RPG heavy JRPG mechanics was ready to fight Sephiroth. I, I'm pretty sure those six, seven-year-old was able to deal with the kind of stress and uh, you know intensity Sephiroth brought to the table. Um, that was all right. That was all right. That was crazy. Then uh, what else came out after that? I mean, well, first, still stick on Kingdom Hearts 2. Like, Kingdom Hearts 1 started the story, right? And, you know, we're like, okay, you, we ended it. We found Riku and Kairi, but, you know, Riku had to go through this door. And it was like, okay, what's happening? Like, like so, okay, so the next one's going to be, like, trying to go get Riku and, you know, save Riku because he sacrificed himself so that we could, you know get out of that situation not be consumed by the darkness then two came up and we start that up and it's just like this big weird thing going on you're like you're who's this blonde kid with two keyblades and you're like what and his name's roxas and he's pretty cool and you start playing as him 
And you're like, wow, this is actually pretty dope. Where the hell is Sara? And then you go through the whole thing and you're like, wait, what's this Organization 13? And all these characters, wait, are they heartless? No, they're nobodies. But what are nobodies? Well, nobodies are people before they're heartless. But wait, what are the heartless? It's like created this whole complicated thing. And uh, that was really interesting dealing with those characters and that story and like going from Roxas and getting Sara out of his like coma and uh, going on the adventure, like, you know, encountering Riku and like in his like full full up super supreme keyblade shadow master who have mastered both sides of the darkness and the light somewhat and going through that whole thing embodying the organization coming to was it Xehanort at the end or was it Xemnas I forgot which one was called I think it was Xehanort or Xemnas I think it was Xemnas and uh you know going through that whole thing and dealing with that and then thinking like all right we, we did it we did it then to find out nah you didn't and you know the series hasn't picked up from that point at all. Um, Kingdom Hearts three has not. Like there's no there's no sequel after that. We were just covered with the prequels and little bits to fill out the story. Like uh, was it 358 days over two or 368 days over two, something like that. DS games. You had uh, Chain of Memories card game, really fun. You know, one of the only times you got to play as Riku. Then you had, in my opinion, the best Kingdom Hearts game, uh, Birth by Sleep was amazing it, it really you know was a little bit more of a serious title and it really filled out a lot of the meat and bones of what is the overall the overall story of uh, kingdom hearts and the journey and you know introduced great characters tara aqua and uh uh ven ven, ven was it venmus yeah i think it was ven ven ventus ventus and uh, then you had you know dream drop distance which i actually am regret i never actually beat and so i need to get back on that and uh, you know there's a whole bunch of ps4 remasters now that i can buy to play through all this stuff but like the theme of this of this series is ridiculous like it spans so much time now to close this out um just to finish and bring this home like you got the mobile game that came out and what's gonna happen with this story it's pretty interesting because it left off on a point where you know we're dealing with this guy who snatches bodies for a living my man master Xehanort who took Tara's body and who was the ideal host for his divine powers and he's creating all this issues within the light and the darkness so how are we going to stop him is there going to be a Keyblade War in the third one I haven't really like gone too deep I haven't played like the recent prequel game so I don't have all that information but it's going to be interesting like the graphics for Kingdom Hearts are absurd like so clean so pretty I mean, we've been waiting for this game for, like, what, 10 years now? And, like, it's not even done yet. And the crazy part is it's only going to be the conclusion to part one of the Kingdom Hearts series. Like, it's not even, like, the definitive end. It's just straight like, hey, man, this is the, this is just the beginning of what we have planned. I honestly feel like I'm probably not going to live to see the series completed. <laughs> and it kind of makes me miss. Makes us like, yo, bro, I've been, like, five. I started this at nine. I'm 24. Why are we not done with this? Like, you would think we'd finish this up already. Like, it's like uh, Game of Thrones. Like, come on. Let's get to the end already. Let's finish it up. I'm done. I'm tired. I'm tired of dealing with this. Tired with the waiting. I mean, like, I like I was so Kingdom Hearts heavy. Like, but I imported Birth by Sleep in Japanese when it wasn't in America yet. Because I, I, don't, I don't know if it was coming to America at the time. Or it was kind of dumb. Because I think I bought it and it was coming to America, like, a week or two before or something like later or something like that I just would have waited a couple months no, no no it was coming out months later and i just didn't want to wait to play it so i i got it imported and i was just playing it on my uh my psp and i was just like trying to use like 
I think I was trying to use, what was it? I was trying to use, like, online translation guides. Yeah, I got, I got pretty far in it without any of it just, like, playing the game and just trying to figure things out by itself. Um, you know, the PSPR, I probably could have just downloaded a raw file of the game and then just applied a translation pack that someone did. You know, the golden age of PSPs, man. You could just get any game you want. Someone's translated it. Golden, golden, golden age. Um, so that was that was a big one. That was, like, that was, like... Like him stealing Terra's body and like putting us on this path and him making Ventus and Venetus and you know Venetus looks like Sora but then like who the hell is Sora? It's, it's so weird and convoluted and it's it's gonna be interesting to see where they take it. Um, are they gonna go serious? I'm cracking my knuckles right now. Are they gonna go even more serious with the story? Like how do you maintain the levity within the uh, the franchise? Because this has kind of got kind of dark, like with people like disappearing and body snatching and. You know, was Riku like the next target for a body snatch by like Ansem? And I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where the series gets taken. I know I said that. But I'm like, how do you also continue after this? It's like Dragon Ball Z Super. Right? Dragon Ball Z Super is like, yeah, we're in this great tournament for all of existence. All right, cool. When the tournament's over, what are, where do we go from here? What do we do? Like, what's the next step? I kind of feel like he's trolling and saying there's going to be more than just this one part. I feel like he's just lying. Because it's like, what do you do? Like, what do you do if this is the final part of the series where we body this dude who's caused all this drama, turmoil, and BS throughout the entire franchise? Like, what do we do? What do we do? Like, how do we get here? How do we get out? How do we continue? Do we add multiplayer? <laughs> there's multiplayer in, like, the Birth by Sleep games, and uh, which is pretty cool. I think Dream Drop Distance had, like, a little... No, I think it was just Breath by Sleep, actually. I had the, the multiplayer mode, which was pretty fun. It was definitely fun being able to dress up as a Keyblade Master and go to war and fight other Keyblade wielders. That was pretty interesting, but, you know, be that as it may, happy birthday to a game that it's a big part of my life. Not now, but, like, in the past, and it was one of the defining games of an era, a time, a genre, a style and uh you know here's to its 15 years of really just staying relevant it's not easy to do that especially in an ever-changing landscape like video games and uh, still being able to capture the imagination of fans and new people alike i mean just shows what what great branding can do <laughs> but yeah let me know what you think about kingdom hearts hit me up here or on the twitter at major gaming m-a-g O I no wait that's M A J O I G A B E I N G I know it's very long it's absurdly long but yeah have a good night and a good day